0: For your sports talk fix, every day from 4 to 6, is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix, every day from 4 to 6, is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix, every day from 4 to 6, is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix, every day from 4 to 6, it's Scalzo and
1: Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office, one call, Ooh. that's all studios at Radio it's City. Friday, this is Scalzo and Brust. Ooh. Presented by Bud Light on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Woo! It's a party, baby.
2: On Brust on a Friday across ESPN with Scots and Betty Brust. Greg Scalzel battle the Bay coming up on Sunday. Tampa Bay against Green Bay. Brady versus Rodgers. Big game circled on everybody's schedule before the start of the season. Both teams limping in with some injuries, but we have a very exciting trial coming up here on Scalzo and Brust. It is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Green Bay Packers, and we have. Somebody who thinks he is the greatest juror in the history of trials. Ben Brust as our juror. So we will start. uh, We've got Josh DiMaggio as our bailiff. (laughs) Josh, I can just tell who's on, right? We've got everybody on here. Jesse Nelson will be representing the Green Bay Packers side and making arguments on behalf of the Packers. Uh, Gabe Neitzel will be uh, making arguments on behalf of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I will turn things over to the bailiff, Josh DiMaggio
3: all rise for the honorable judge
2: Skelzo. thank you everybody but the jury may be seated you have to stand up and you've done this before i thought you know this i'm usually sitting as a juror <laughs> joshy please swear in the jury
3: gabe nigel do you swear to tell the no, truth the jury the jury Ju- yes. Ben Brust. Do you swear to tell the whole truth, nothing but the truth? Ju- what am I doing? <laughs> <It's not laughs> the truth, the whole truth.
4: Are you jury? I solemnly
2: swear or affirm that you will truly <laughs> listen to this case and render a true verdict and a fair sentence as to this defendant. I do. Okay, members of this jury, your duty today will be to determine whether the defendant is guilty or not guilty based on only facts and evidence provided in this case. The prosecution, who is Gabe Neitzel, in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, must prove that a crime was committed and that the defendant is the person who committed the crime. <laughs> is the prosecution ready? Uh, yeah, sure. I, yep, definitely ready. <laughs> Uh, Gabe Neitzel, we will now hear your argument as to why the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will beat the Green Bay Packers on Sunday. Judge, Look. can I sit? No. <laughs>
5: Look, this is very simple. It comes down I mean, to to one thing, and it's the defense of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I understand Akeem Hicks is still not going to be playing in this game, but it doesn't matter because they're only allowing 85 rushing yards per game. On top of that, they're only giving up 6.5 points per game through two games of the season. This is one of the top two defenses in the NFL behind the Buffalo Bills, and the Packers offense just is not ready for that kind of speed, that kind of physicality that's going to be brought by that Buccaneers defense. They're Offense, certainly, probably going to be struggling without Chris Godwin, without uh, Mike Evans, But at the end of the day, Tom Brady is going to have enough weapons that he's going to find some holes against this Packers defense that has allowed some rushing yards. Leonard Fournette has carried the ball 20-plus times in the first two games of the season, so the Buccaneers aren't going to abandon the run like some teams have in the past against a porous Packers run defense. They're going to be able to run the ball enough to get more points. It's going to be a low-scoring game, but ultimately the Buccaneers run game and their defense is what's going to put them on top of the Packers this Sunday
2: uh thank you prosecution we will now go to the defense jesse nelson please present your argument for the green bay packers well thank you very much judge scalzo bailiff
0: josh gentlemen of the jury we have no crime here there is no weapons on hand for the tampa bay buccaneers there is nothing that we need to worry about for the Green Bay Packers this weekend. They're missing the wide receivers. They have everything we need on the defensive side of the ball. Did you see them last week against an inferior opponent on offense? There is nothing that we need to worry about for the Green Bay Packers down
5: in Tampa. Uh, (laughs) Were there any facts that were presented... Oh, hey, hey, hey,
4: hey,
2: prosecution. You are, you are being close to holding contempt. Please. I'm just, I'm, I'm objecting like to, to you hey, your hey, premise. From uh, the order in the court. Order in the court. Prosecution, you will now have a chance to rebut the defense's argument. He didn't make any
5: argument. He just said there's nothing to worry about in a Southern accent. Like He didn't bring any facts to the table whatsoever, Your Honor. How am I supposed to rebut uh, anything d- uh, he said?
2: Prosecution, you are not supposed to be reacting to what you want jury to believe. You are supposed to be uh, reacting to the arguments that were made. Now, if you don't believe an argument was made, then you do not need to rebut. we yeah. will turn it over to the defense. The facts were not
0: necessary for me to make my point, your honor. It's a very obvious situation this weekend down in Tampa at Raymond James Stadium that the Green Bay Packers are the better team. It's the pick'em line, and if you look at the line, if you're a home team, you're supposed to get three. That means the Packers have the better team. If you want a fact, there's a number for you, your honor. There's nothing that needs to be worried about here. The Green Bay Packers will win the football game. They have the better quarterback, they have the better receiver, they have the better defense, they have the better kicker who can win in a close situation
2: down the stretch. It's really quite mundane. Uh, Thank you very much, defense. Uh, We will now go to closing statements. First, with the prosecution, Gabe Neitzel and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we will hear your closing statements here uh, as the one witness who was here was scared off by uh, the defense's accent. That's interesting to know. Um,
5: Your Honor, gentlemen of the jury, it's very obvious what's happened here today. One of us came prepared while the other decided to do an accent that they thought would be funny enough to persuade the jury. But when you look at the facts and you look at what the Packers have done when they've traveled south to Florida and they do not have a very good record when they're playing down there, and that's where this game is going to be played, They just don't have enough offensive weapons to overcome what the defense of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers has to offer. It's one of the best defenses out there, and ultimately it's going to uh, prevent the Packers from scoring the necessary amount of points to win this contest.
2: Thank you, prosecution. You may be seated. We will now bring the defense up for their closing statements. Gentlemen of the jury, while the prosecution
0: does make a valid point that the defense on the Tampa Bay side is a very good defense. The Green Bay side brings an equally, if not superior, defense down to this football game this weekend down at Raymond James Stadium. And while I'm not worried at all that the defense will hold its own, the offense is more equipped to win this football game than the Tampa
2: Bay side is. It's really a very obvious choice in my mind. Please stop referring it to as obvious. You are now in contempt of court, defense. Uh, You are not supposed to be uh, 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 swaying the jury in that way. Nothing is obvious. You are merely here to present the facts of your side of the case Allow the jury to make. Your Honor, I I do apologize for that. All right, you may now be seated, defense. Uh, We will now go into uh, deliberation with our jury, and the jury uh, will come out to reach a verdict. You may be seated, jury, by the way. Thank you. I did not think when I told the jury to stay standing for the entirety of the case. You're the judge. I don't want to be held in contempt. The jury was going to take it as seriously as he did.
4: Now you can see how serious I took jury duty this week. Uh, Based on the evidence provided by the prosecution and the defense... I do believe that the defense missed an opportunity to call out a bluff of the 6.5 points per game that the Buccaneers have held opponents to. I don't know why I'm getting close to doing a southern accent like Jesse Nelson right now. Uh, The Cowboys were without their best quarterback in Dak Prescott, and then in the last week against the Saints, Jameis Winston had a back brace and couldn't find the ball to any wide receiver in that game. There was no offense, and the defense won the game. So... Uh, there was some holes to pick out against that argument, but it was evidence made by the prosecution, as well as pointing out that they will run the ball well with Leonard Fournette if he plays. Now he is questionable, but that was not an argument that is presented. So I, as the jury, since it was not evidence, to the land the freaking plane. I, jury. I, I'm telling you, I take my job serious. Um, the
2: jury's the, job is not to give their own argument; it is to merely arrive no, at a verdict sure based no. on is the is facts. Delib- is- you are now in contempt of court. Okay. It is to deliberate
4: what was said by both parties. The only argument that the defense made that actually made somewhat sense and just it didn't make me laugh when he said Raymond James Stadium was when he had said that it was a pickem, and that means that he, the Vegas. Line would tell you that the Packers would be favored, but by the evidence provided by the prosecution, we award the prosecution victory against the defense of
2: Jesse Nelson and the Green Bay Packers. I want to thank the jury. I want to thank the prosecution and the defense. Uh, we now hereby lay down the ruling. I a mistrial.
0: Your Honor. <laughs> A mistrial! A travesty of justice has occurred here. I thought
5: this man rode the Super Bowl. Bailey, get him pass. out of here! All right, it's enough him for out of you. Of He's here, been to He's the professor from Waterboy. It took me the entire second to figure out, but that's who that voice. Gabe, guy was. Gabe,
4: I think I have a better one. He is the defense attorney in my cousin Vinny. That they bring in because they think Joe Pesci's not good enough, and he's like stuttering the whole time in his opening statement. It's another good one. It's the
2: only movie that him. he knows to the court. He has referenced my cousin Vinny no less than fifty times since to he going personally since he knew he had jury duty. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, all right. Thank ju- you, ju- Gabe Knight. J- we appreciate it. We know you got to get to your high school game tonight. Thank Congratulations you. Congratulations on your uh, first
4: win as a lawyer.
5: Oh, thank you, thank you, gentlemen. <sighs>
2: Jesse's. How do you bra- think that went? I don't know. It, it went differently than I expected it to go. Uh, I appreciate... <laughs> I appreciate uh, Gabe Neitzel taking it seriously and providing a cogent argument. I guess when we brought Jesse Nelson to the mix, we should have expected that it was a foolery. You and Jesse are a whole lot alike. I know we say it, but it still always blows my mind. Um,
4: I wanted to pick
2: Jesse just
4: because he made me laugh that entire time, but he did not provide evidence to the jury to help him win his case.
2: uh, Ben Brust, I now want to see your notes to see what kind of note-taking you had here during the trial. Uh, It says defensive box 84. Five rush, six and a half points per game. Jameis with a back brace, twenty plus. That's when I was like, well, that, "That's
4: when I, when I put Jameis with a back brace." You I go, took very little notes. Well, I mean, what notes did I have to
2: take when you Mr. Took all, southern you didn't you accent- take notes of what he was saying? You took notes of what you wanted to say. No,
4: I stopped writing <laughs> my argument. I was like Jesse, like make arguments. And I started making arguments for him while he was just speaking in a southern accent. If you're a
2: Packer fan out there, you got to go to AmFam.com slash Packers to enter for your chance to win a once-in-a-lifetime Packers fan experience. It is truly a dream weekend with incredible tickets, an exclusive tailgate for you and your friends, and all expenses paid, travel and accommodations for you and five of your best friend. The American Family Dream Weekend uh, sweepstakes is all of that and more. Head over to AmFam.com slash Packers for your chance to win this once-in-a-lifetime Packers fan experience the best part no part uh, no purchase necessary super easy to enter just go to amfam.com slash packers we'll continue to talk about packers bucks in a much more
6: coherent way next on scalzo and brust uh presented by bud light you're listening to scalzo and brust presented by bud light
3: Loyal scalzo and brust listeners will remember i'm a listen- loyal scalzo and brust listener and i have no idea what you're
4: talking
2: well, we about we know you're not listening to us very rarely listening when <laughs> Joshy and i are talking i mean right
4: yeah, you guys, I admitted it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a loyal <laughs> listener, but I have no idea what you're talking about.
6: I only listen when I'm speaking. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Set about Bud Light, he is Benny Brust, I'm Greg Scalzo. You are the Scalzo and Brust family, 800-990-3776. Big thank you to Gabe Neitzel for joining us last segment for our Packers-Buccaneers trial. Um, huge thanks thanks to Gabe uh, for joining us there. Uh, 800-990-3776. It's Friday, it's just past 520, it's time to go pole dancing.
6: They've got questions, and we've got answers. Time to give the people what they want. Let's go pole dancing on Scalzo and Brust. Did Ben
2: even pick up on the fact that I only thanked Gabe Neitzel there?
4: I did. I didn't hear Jesse Nelson's name, and I think that's rude because although his performance lacked evidence as the defense, it was quite entertaining.
2: Every week we go up and down the dial, 945 ESPN in Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN in Madison, 1430 ESPN in Beaver Dam, home of the Golden Beavers. Shout out to you, Dodge County. And we go to all of our fellow shows, to the polls that they posted, the questions they themselves couldn't answer. And we say, you know what? We're here to help you. We are going to answer those questions for you. Josh, what do we have this week?
3: First one I'm going to start us off with here is from Jen Gabe, and Chewy, which you can hear 7 to 9 AM on mm-hmm. 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Yep. Do <laughs> You have to have a headache to be considered hungover. Yes, 28%. No, 72. Uh, no. Zero. Oh yeah, sorry. We're not playing one or zero. The answer is no. I,
4: I agree with you, Greg. Your body can be aching. Uh, you could just feel like crap and it not be anywhere near your head.
2: Yeah, I agree. Uh, you could get the tummy sick instead of the head sick uh, or sometimes I just get this overall like lethargicness. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not a word. Uh, there's a, a Lethargy? word. Lethargy. Lethar. Yes. Uh, thank you. Um, the A for effort. General like it almost feels like your entire body sort of like buzzing, but in a bad way. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't think I've had that one. Yeah,
4: that one. That one scares me.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's not a good one to have.
2: I have you that. had
4: that one, Joshi? Oh yeah. yeah,
2: many times. Yep. Yeah. It's like you have a certain vibration going through so, your body that you can't So there's
4: there, the worst hangover for me is when I decide to bum some cigarettes, <laughs> and I'm a little shaky the next day. See, those are the best hangovers for me. No, <laughs> a little shaky the next day.
3: Let's stick with uh, Jen, Gabe and Chewy here. Who does Aaron Rodgers trust more to catch the football? Aaron Jones or Alan Lazard?
2: Aaron Jones. It's not even a question. Uh of course he trusts Aaron Jones more. He should trust Aaron Jones more. Aaron Jones is gonna have more separation than Alan Lazard. Uh, he's probably got just as his hands are probably just as good. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers has thrown him the ball a lot more over the years than he's thrown it to, to Alan Lazard.
4: Yeah, one. I mean look, at the end of the day, Alan Lazard is a reliable wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers, but he's not someone that Aaron Rodgers trusts more than Aaron Jones. I don't even need to make the argument. Greg did. He's caught way more passes in the time that they've both been on the same team.
3: Let's move over to Wildey and Tausch, which you can hear 9 to noon, all across ESPN Wisconsin. Do How you believe, long was this poll, Josh? Uh, I took out the literal first paragraph and just asked the question. Thank you. Do you believe David Bakhtiari will ever play another down for the Green Bay Packers? Yes, I still believe 55
2: no, I'm not afraid, 45. Yes, of course I, mean, I believe it. If, if, if David Bakhtiari does not take another snap with the Green Bay Packers, that's a historically bad roster management situation that the Packers executed heading into this season, not having him on the PUP list. If he's that far away... Um, the idea that you're wasting a roster spot heading into the season for him when you could have at least brought him back after the first six weeks is, is laughable. Um, they obviously made a mistake bringing him back last year and trying to get him out there. Uh, and, and, and maybe they're paying the price for it there. But uh, yes, he's going to play another snap for the Green Bay Packers again. Do I think he will return? Uh, that remains to be seen. But if the bar is set right now as will he play another snap with the Packers, the answer is emphatically yes. And if you're no... I'm not going to go there. Go
4: ahead. Well, at the, end, I almost just said at the end of the day again. And I was yeah, you like, can't do that a twice. Little verbal tick. Um, Joshy, you can't. Even- I would call it a crutch. Yeah, verbal tick was very, very uh, rude. Uh, that that being said, <laughs> furthermore, David Bakhtiari is furthermore is questionable. It's not like he's been ruled like out right away. You know what I mean? He's been questionable. That proves to me that they are doing whatever they can. To continue to
3: try and build him in a way
4: where he plays this year.
3: Let's stick with Wilde and Taush and we'll skip the paragraph again and just ask the question. <laughs> how do you want your QB to be? A well-rounded human being, 54%, or a football or football and title obsessed, 46%. A football and title obsessed? Man! That
4: the other side won? I mean this is this is Fans
2: are are getting weak. Fans are weak. People are weak. Remember that guy who called? Oh, that was Jordan from Madison. You guys are going to his wedding, and he was like, yeah, you're too mean to Ben. Homer's (laughs) weak. (laughs) Look, I'm not going to agree with you on those. I'm saying fans are
3: weak. Fans are supposed to bleed the color of their team. Well,
4: like,
1: you know the
3: implication here is that Aaron Rodgers is the well-rounded human I, I, no, being. I totally get the nuance of what Will Dian is trying to do, and the poll essentially... I'll take the quarterback who's
4: going
2: to win the most. That's what
4: I'm saying. Now, <laughs> you're a
2: fan. Uh, yes. Now, in the case of Aaron Rodgers, he wins a lot because he's just that talented, um, but you're probably looking at, Aaron, at Tom Brady, who was, for the bulk of his career, very one-sided and title-obsessed. Now, he won seven, and Aaron won one, but there's also a lot of other quarterbacks I'm sure you could point to that aren't as talented as either one who are title obsessed and only focus on football that don't win anything because they're not there. So if I ha- if if, it, if the skill was equal, I want the guy who's solely focused on football and title obsessed uh, as my quarterback. If,
4: if, and this is all hypothetical, if I gave Packer fans a choice and said, you get Tom Brady, who's going to get you seven Super Bowls, but... From the life perspective, he might be on his way to a five hundred million dollar divorce, or you get Aaron Rodgers, who's well rounded, and gets you one. What do what, you take?
2: What is the divorce? Yeah,
3: to do that with came it? out of nowhere.
2: No, the divorce has to do with like well rounded and like you know, n- like oh, okay. because huh. Aaron is a well rounded individual, has had so much success. I guess he had three engagements crash and burn before he even got to the marriage. You know what?
4: Pat on the back to me. Bad argument.
2: Let's move down to Homer. <laughs> I do and think there's Tony. an interesting one there though of like if you could go back in time would you take take Tom Brady over Favre and Rogers since 01? Yes. Yeah. But do you think Packers fans would agree by and large? They would
4: be foolish not to.
2: Mm, I have a feeling that uh, the combination of Favre and Rogers uh from 01 to now would win in a poll against Brady.
4: I think you're underestimating the way that fans can justify their logic of only having won one Super Bowl with both quarterbacks.
2: I think you're underestimating how much fans don't want to give Tom Brady credit for winning Super Bowl. It's an
4: underestimating off.
3: Yeah. I think you're underestimating how interesting the argument is.
2: Let's go to Homer and Tony <laughs> from two Who to is four. this guy? Who is this confident guy? He's a guy who's underestimating how much we dislike <laughs> hearing his takes.
3: <laughs> let's go to 2-4, Homer and Tony, 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Is Aaron Rodgers a mm-hmm. selfish person? Yes, 58. No, 42. Ben? Um. <laughs> Craig?
2: You're his number one supporter. I think you should lead us off. No, I'm curious. Just as somebody who uh, others might describe as being a <laughs> selfish person, what would, what would you say? As
4: someone who has selfish tendencies, I see a lot of Aaron Rodgers... Uh, in myself, I'll let
2: that be the answer. Uh, is Aaron Rodgers a selfish person? Um, I don't know. I, like, I don't know Aaron Rodgers as a person. I know that's kind of a lame cop yeah, out.
3: You're copping out, pal.
2: Yeah. Uh, I would say no. Overall, like, wh- I guess, w- what was the impetus of this of calling him selfish? Because you don't put this out unless somebody thinks he's selfish.
3: I, I, I'm not aware of the impetus behind it. I just thought it was an interesting question. Where
2: did this come from again? Homer and Tony. Yeah. um, No, I don't think he's selfish. Like, the guy cares about some of his teammates. Do I think he's the greatest teammate in the world? No. Um, Do I think he's been successful in relationships? No. Do I think it all has to do with being selfish? No. Like, I think Aaron Rodgers at his core is somebody who's been very unhappy despite all of the success that he's had, and he's trying to find ways to improve upon himself and to, to ultimately bring more happiness and fulfillment into his life.
4: Spoken like a true number one supporter.
2: I mean, am I wrong about anything I said? Point
4: quite the wiggle out you got there.
3: Yeah, you... you
2: I answered the question straight wiggle. on! He you wiggled. should be a lawyer. Spend Shut on. up,
3: Josh. What do you think? I think Aaron Rodgers is incredibly selfish. Why? Because everything he does is about Aaron Rodgers. He loves attention. Everything has to be, See, I'm the smartest guy in the room.
2: That's not true. Because you're like the ultimate, like, well, why is he telling us about ayahuasca? We didn't hear about his ayahuasca stuff from back in 2019. That's pretty selfless. He told us because he, he
3: wanted us all to know. He wanted to seem enlightened. <laughs> four,
2: three years, four years later? Well, Noah, he actually, if
3: you listen to uh, God Bless Football today, Aaron Rodgers said he recently did it. He didn't give us a date, but he referred to the first time as the old time. So he probably did it this offseason if you were to put the pieces together. On that.
2: Josh, if you had an attentive listening skill in your body, you would know that he did it first in 2019. And we didn't hear anything about it. Great. Josh is I think prairie. I won. Yeah, yeah. I think I won. <laughs> no, it's Judge just... Judge Scalzo no. Awards.
3: It's, it's arguing Greg with Greg. He just yells at you until you stop the, arguing because you're sick of it. Uh, like, Aaron Rodgers, job, Aaron Rodgers behavior is oh, nothing but selfish. It's nothing but selfish. Everything he do is to get more eyes and ears on Aaron Rodgers I, and to argue the to opposite way. for
2: years. He's ban gone to him, do Greg. workshops to him. on himself because he's a deeply unhappy person. You think he went to Peru to take psychedelic drugs? Excuse me, plant medicine? Simply so he could tell people about it? I don't Believe that? Do I think he enjoys telling people about it now? Absolutely. Did but I, I don't believe? Did, did did I want to go to jury duty and then yes. plan yes. on telling everyone yes. about it when he I got did. out? Yeah. No, uh-huh. but I did. But if you did jury duty three or four years ago first and didn't tell anybody about it and treated with the same level of seriousness, I don't know if I would uh, uh, count that as selfish uh, as much as uh, as it was there. Um, one thing that we do all know about, and, and I, I feel like Josh is upset that I uh, uh, criticized his listening uh, ability. Is that something you've been told before, Josh? Is that why it hurt?
3: No, that didn't bother me. Okay. It's just it sounded, the improper like part it, of your argument. doesn't do it make your sense. Read it. It, it, but didn't it, sound,
2: <laughs> do, do like, didn't it sound like it offended him? Because I'm going back to the listening thing. This is part of my live read.
4: <laughs> uh, I, I can't listen. <laughs>
2: Pello Windows and Doors of Wisconsin listens extremely well. It's why they do such great work on your home. Because Pello's wide range of beautiful wood designs can be painted, stained, or unfinished to complement any decor. They listen to what you want. They listen to how you like your home to look. And then with their superior craftsmanship, they go to work, leaving no hassle or mess, just perfect results that stand the test of time. Right now, Pello Windows and Doors of Wisconsin put no money down, make no payments, and be charged zero interest. For how long, Joshy? 24 months. Yeah, Up to 24 months. What a safe listener to watch. Uh, listening is a skill, let me tell you. Not when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. But you have to act now because it expires at the end of the month, September 30th, 2022. See showroom for details. Go to PellaWI.com slash radio. That's PellaWI.com slash radio. Has Josh DiMaggio supplanted Ben Brust as the Aaron Rodgers hater on Scalzo and Brust? It sure sounds like he has. We will find that out next. Plus, plus, we've got the GBPP next. And Scalzo and Brust were presented by Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo, and Brust.
4: So that was the last full book you read? Oh, 1,000%,
2: yes. In high school, you believe?
4: Yes, so that would have been uh, 2010 when I graduated.
2: So 10 years ago. 10 years ago. It's been a decade since you read a full book. I'm starting to realize that people
6: read books. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Don't wait around for a single now. Give me some verb I ain't talking now. You want to ride in the six? You wanna down in the six? Uh, when I lean for the kiss, you said I'll probably send you some bits. And I'm not like, hell no, nah, been waiting to Scalzo and Brush family.
4: Been talking about it for quite some time. I'm holding in my hand a Cedar Ridge bourbon whiskey that is CAX Cast Strength, hand selected by myself and Greg Scalzo. It is going to launch everywhere in Madison and Milwaukee on Monday. Now, in Madison, if you are listening, you can go to Steve's off University Avenue and Junction Road on your drive home right now for the weekend and pick up yourself some Scalic Cross bourbon or rye whiskey. They are both absolutely delicious. Come Monday, Milwaukee. And uh, it's also going to be a Bucket Honeys in Madison. I can say that. We will surprise everyone where it will be at in Milwaukee. Very excited for our Cedar Ridge private barrel, the rye whiskey and the bourbon. Madison folks, stop on your way home right now. Junction Road, University Avenue, Steve's Liquor. Pick
2: it up hand selected by us Scalzo and Brust for you, the Scalzo and Brust family of Tommy. Tweet us a picture at Scalzo Cedar and Brust. Ridge is yes. Please pick it up. It is phenomenal. Uh, you are going to enjoy it. It's been a very fun project. Again, this is your Scalzo and Brust family. You should feel as much pride in this as we do. You should be telling your friends, your family, look, we've got our own whiskey. Yeah, you're because part of the family. When you see that logo, just know that you are a part of us. Packers-Bucks on Sunday. Packers a point underdog on the road at Raymond James Stadium. Raymond James Stadium. In Tampa Bay. Uh, We're going to play a little Green Bay props and preview.
0: Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were
1: going to bet? Then we'll go out back. I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. Gather round, degenerates. Greg and Ben are here to tell you how they plan to lose their money this weekend. It's the Green Bay Props and Preview on Scalzo and Brust. We ain't losing. We are
2: not losing. Uh, Ben Brust, myself, Greg Scalzo. uh, We look at the lines provided to us by Joshy DiMaggio. He is the book. Can we tell you where to put your money this week in the Packers-Bucks matchup coming up on Sunday at Raymond James Stadium. Josh DiMaggio, what do we got?
3: We've talked about it already, but we talk about it all the time. Green Bay Packers plus one at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What side are you guys on?
4: We already put it in the Scalzo and Brust dual betting site. Packers, baby. Packers, 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 Packers. They're catching the Buccaneers at the right time. Tom Brady has no rhythm with this offense. He doesn't know what weapons he's going that's going to be out there. We know Chris Godwin's out. We know Mike Evans is out. So if he's relying on an old Julio Jones and Scotty Miller, even though saying Scotty Miller's name bring, brings back some bad flashbacks, the 2020 NFC Championship game, I still feel good about the ascending Green Bay Packers.
2: As do I. We don't need to belabor this too much because we've talked about it uh, quite a bit. But right now, Tom Brady looking frustrated under Todd Bowles' offense. The offensive line with the uh, uh, some injuries in the offseason uh, looking porous. Tom Brady did not do well, does not do well uh, when he is under pressure. And they have not had enough time to figure it out week to week. The Packers should be able to get to the quarterback. Plus, Brady doesn't have his normal set of weapons. I know the B- the Bucks defense is good but I think the Packers get the best of them this weekend.
3: Am I safe to assume that both of you like the under on 42 points in this game?
2: I do, but I still think it's important enough to talk about because I do like the under at 42. I don't think either offense is mature yet. I think the, both of them are still not even to their teens uh, in the maturation process. Like I I've I Dog years? No, I'm saying like, like elementary school right now are where these offenses are. Um, you can see that right now both teams are Sharing for, or having frustrations from the highly successful quarterbacks. Again, this is the only NFL matchup in history to have three, uh, two three-time MVPs go up against each other in Brady versus Rodgers. Both guys frustrated right now. Both coaches trying to figure it out. I don't think this is the game where just, boom, clicks for both of them. I think that it's going to be a little ugly offensively for both teams. And both defenses, I, I believe, are going to end up as top ten units in the league.
4: Yeah, look, this is this is a spot where like I, I'm a big underbetter, but you said enough there despite the offenses both struggling. Aaron Rodgers being a four-time MVP, Tom Brady I think is a three-time MVP. 42 points is too low for both of those quarterbacks because just like, by the nature of their abilities, I don't like the number. You're going over. I, I'm not betting. I'm just saying if I had to bet, I would bet the under, but I'm not going to bet it.
3: All right, let's move on to some player props. Mm-hmm. Let's start with those two MVPs. Ooh. Aaron Rodgers, over or under 233 and a half passing yards.
4: I'm I should start betting the Aaron Rodgers under every game until
3: he hits it. He might have actually He has escaped. gone he's gone under all the past 2 weeks. Yeah, I knew I
4: knew it was close last week, yeah, but he, like I sh- I I, I Actually, just like Greg said, they are in their maturation stage, and with the weapons that are out, we know Sammy Watkins is a guy that had, what, 40 yards on one catch? He's been the big play guy at the wide receiver position. We haven't seen who else can do that for this team. That means he's going to really have to earn those 234 yards to get over. I would say under.
2: I'm going to take the over on this. I do think and I hope that the Packers get a little bit more aggressive because they know that they are going up against a team that is talented in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You can't just dominate them the way that they dominated the Chicago Bears. Aaron Rodgers does not own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the way that he owns uh, the monsters of the midway in the Chicago Bears. Uh, I, I think that... Cool. We're going to see a couple of big play attempts as we saw uh, early in that first game against the Vikings. I'm not saying they're going to start out with a 75-yard bomb to Christian Watson, although I wouldn't mind seeing it, but I think that they get it in the air a little bit more, uh, and I also think that those running backs continue to evolve in the passing game.
3: Let's move to the ground attack. Leonard Fournette over under 72.5 rushing yards.
2: I'm going to go ahead and say over. I'll jump in here because I do think the Bucs are going to want to control uh, their offense using the ground game, especially given the fact um, that uh, that Brady doesn't have his full set of weapons. Um, I wouldn't bet this, however. I would look for a uh, total yards line for Leonard Fournette uh, in which I would feel much more comfortable because I actually think he's going to be used in the passing game for the Buccaneers, too. Something that not a lot of people give Lenny Fournette credit for. Um, I'm over here. On seventy
4: two point five, mostly because Ooh. David Montgomery sucked the last two years. Like he had a thousand yard season, and he has not been able to get going. And seeing him, and I know the Packers were up, but like what he was able to do, like late in that game against the Packers to get over a hundred yards, like it gives me. Confidence knowing that Leonard Fournette has played better football than David Montgomery the last two years to say Leonard Fournette can get over 72 and a half against this defense.
3: Well, let's move right on over to Aaron Jones over or under 56 and a half rushing yards. Look, if this
4: isn't over, it's not, I, uh, I take that back. I got a little ahead of myself. The Bucks front seven is good, and the Packers have struggled to run the football against these linebackers when they do these long tosses. The best thing that Aaron Jones did in week two against the Bears was he was one cut north-south. Everything was north-south. Make the first guy miss, go north-south. I'd like to say over just because of the start and the rhythm that Aaron Jones has found in this offense. But I wouldn't be shocked if it was under and he was more utilized in the pass game.
2: Yeah, I'm going to take the under here as well. It's interesting that after that game, Vegas has still got it about 50 and a half. It's scary. You're going to see even distribution between Jones and Dylan as, as, uh, as they continue to do so um, You know, throughout the season. Now, Aaron Jones is the one that makes the whole thing go offensively, even though they split carries. Dylan does his thing. But I, I don't feel confident in this. Again, I would look for a total yards over underline as I would for Leonard Fournette, and that would make me feel com- more comfortable uh, knowing that they could get it on the ground or in the Does air. Does this not feel like a game in which,
4: like, because of the physicality and the defense of the Buccaneers that they're going to be like, we got to utilize A.J. Dillon more in the run Maybe, game.
2: but they could also just go
4: to short passes and try to move I the know. Ball that way. I, I agree the that they should, but sometimes they fall into this trap of like, all right, it's going to be physical. All right, it's the fourth quarter. We have to give it to A.J. Uh, Dillon because he's got the
2: body to endure the physicality. I don't know, that might, I mean, uh, Josh, you could weigh in on that, but I have a feeling this has a lot to do with Ben's uh, paranoia because we have Aaron Jones in our big money fantasy league and our biggest fear is every one of those games where Matt LaFleur falls in love with A.J. Dillon.
3: Yeah, I mean, he told a whole story there that I've never heard the Packers tell themselves.
2: Yeah, I can convince myself of anything, <laughs> Josh.
3: It's
4: a is skill. that a good
2: thing or a bad thing? Uh, I don't know. All right, uh, I'll tell you what is a good thing and that, there is no argument for the other side. It is the best game for you to be playing this football season. It's called Cover 5, free-to-play sports game, season-long fun. How about that? Who doesn't love fun all season long? You can still sign up for it right now. Who here's, doesn't love fun? Here's what the game is. You can download the app. That's the best way to do it, in my opinion. You could go to Cover5.com as well. Download the app. It's free. Uh, click uh, join a league and put in WI22 as the code. WI22. You're going to be playing in the ESPN Wisconsin League with us. You pick five games every single week and the best score against the spread uh, for uh, for each week, it aggregates all five games. Uh, The best score each week will win $100. That aggregates throughout the entirety of the season. So we will have one season-long winner who will win an incredible game day experience up in Green Bay next year, uh, up at the Tundra Trio Homes. Uh, It's awesome. But the biggest thing is, it's just so fun to play. The comebacks. Every point matters because it's not just how many games do you win against the spread. It's how much you win against the spread and how much you lose against the spread. So if your team covers the spread by ten points, you get ten. If they lose by, uh, uh, they they miss the spread by ten points, you lose ten. So all of a sudden, you could be in first place in the third quarter of the last game, and you could end up in sixty second in one play. That's the excitement of Cover 5. Check it out. Cover 5 app or go to Cover5.com. Code WI22 to join. Packers, Bucks. we'll keep the conversation going. Plus, hear from the quarterback Aaron Rodgers next. It's Scalzo and Brust presented by
6: Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo and Brust. They're lying. Raisins
2: suck. Raisins suck. We know that people like raisins. No, they don't. Because raisins are sold and people buy them. They spend their money on raisins. No, uh. it's
3: big grape. They got to get rid of
4: those extra those extra. Did, did you know that a raisin originated as
2: <laughs> a, a grape? Yeah. Okay.
4: It's part of the wine family. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Friday on Scalzo and Brust thank we've you, almost Greg. made it we've almost made it nobody's had a harder week than Ben
4: Brust it's been a doozy man Thanks, thank you Ben
2: thank you Ben thank you Ben Scalzo and Brust is always presented by Bud Light Benny let's hear your stat hero of the day
1: Catch up on the best of the best from the top of the sports. I want to hear that saxophone sports, again. I, I do too. We got a show today. On Scalzo and Brust. Win day in and day out with Stat Hero. Download the app or sign up at StatHero.com and use promo code BEN for a 100% deposit match.
4: Ooh, the Stat Hero of the Day with the saxophone song. You know it's going to be good. I got it in before first pitch, my guy. Willie! Come on, somebody give me a Willie. Willie. Willie! Willie! Look, Willie passed Robin Yount. We talked about it. I'm riding Willie to the end of the season. He is going to be the reason why the Milwaukee Brewers, in their last 12 games, make or miss the playoffs. No pressure. Willie! Stat of the day. Willie Adamas.
2: Did you just do that so you could yell Willie? (laughs) Willie! I feel like you did that just so that you could yell Willie. It's going to be a doozy. Speaking of doozies, this weekend, Packers, Buccaneers, tune in Green Bay Game Day on Sunday uh, across ESPN Wisconsin to get you ready for all things Green Bay football on Sunday. Check it out. And, of course, stick around for Green Bay Game Day post-game show with our guy Mark Tauscher. Gabe Neitzel, Homer, three Scalzo and Brust family members. Of course, we're going to send you out on a Friday and into the weekend with a free beer and pizza Friday.
4: Hacienda Brewing Company has delicious beers. You've heard me talk about it on Ben's Beer Fridge all week. You know the screaming Sicilian. It's so screaming good. You get a case of beer from Hacienda Brewing Company. You get a screaming Sicilian pizza all by calling 800-990-3776. Caller 1 in Madison. Caller 1 in Milwaukee, 800-990-3776.
2: Coming up next in Milwaukee, Catholic Memorial at New Berlin West in Madison, the Barry Alvarez replay into Madison Memorial at Verona. Have a weekend, Wisconsin!
0: For your sports talk fix, every day from 4 to 6, it's Scowzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix, every day from 4 to 6, it's Scowzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix, every day from 4 to 6, it's Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix, every day from 4 to 6, it's Scalzo
1: and Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office, One Call, Woo! That's All Studios at Radio party, City. Baby. This is Scalzo and Brust, Woo! presented by Bud Light it's a party, baby. on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand.
0: It's a party, baby. Woo!
1: It's
0: a party, baby.
2: And Brust on a Friday across ESPN with Scotts and Betty Brust, Greg Scalzel. Battle the Bay coming up on Sunday. Tampa Bay against Green Bay. Brady versus Rodgers. Big game circled on everybody's schedule before the start of the season. Both teams limping in with some injuries. But we have a very exciting trial coming up here on Scalzel and Brust. It is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Green Bay Packers. And we have. Somebody who thinks he is the greatest juror in the history of trials. Ben Brust as our juror. So we will start. uh, We've got Josh DiMaggio as our bailiff. (laughs) Josh, I can just tell who's on, right? We've got everybody on here. Jesse Nelson will be representing the Green Bay Packers side and making arguments on behalf of the Packers. Uh, Gabe Neitzel will be uh, making arguments on behalf of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I will turn things over to the bailiff, Josh DiMaggio
3: all rise for the
2: honorable judge Skelzo. thank you everybody but the jury may be seated you have to stand up and you've done this before i thought you know this i'm usually sitting as a juror <laughs> Joshi, please swear
3: in the jury gabe nightel do you swear to tell the no, truth the jury the jury Ju- yes. Ben Brust, do you swear to tell the whole truth, nothing but the truth? Ju- what am I doing? <laughs> it's not the truth, the whole truth. Are you jury? I solemnly God.
2: swear or affirm that you will truly <laughs> listen to this case and render a true verdict and a fair sentence as to this defendant. I do. Okay, members of this jury, your duty today will be to determine whether the defendant is guilty or not guilty based on only facts and evidence provided in this case. The prosecution, who is Gabe Neitzel, in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, must prove that a crime was committed and that the defendant is the person who committed the crime. <laughs> is the prosecution ready? Uh, yeah, sure. I, Yep, definitely ready. <laughs> Uh, Gabe Neitzel, we will now hear your argument as to why the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will beat the Green Bay Packers on Sunday. Judge, Look. can I sit?
5: No. <laughs> Look, this is very simple. It comes down, I mean, to, to one thing, and it's the defense of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I understand Akeem Hicks is still not going to be playing in this game, but it doesn't matter because they're only allowing 85 rushing yards per game. On top of that, they're only giving up 6.5 points per game through two games of the season. This is one of the top two defenses in the NFL behind the Buffalo Bills, and the Packers' offense just is not ready for that kind of speed, that kind of physicality that's going to be brought by that Buccaneers' defense. It's, they're Offense, certainly, probably going to be struggling without Chris Godwin, without uh, Mike Evans, But at the end of the day, Tom Brady is going to have enough weapons that he's going to find some holes against this Packers defense that has allowed some rushing yards. Leonard Fournette has carried the ball 20-plus times in the first two games of the season, so the Buccaneers aren't going to abandon the run like some teams have in the past against a porous Packers run defense. They're going to be able to run the ball enough to get more points. It's going to be a low-scoring game, but ultimately the Buccaneers run game and their defense is what's going to put them on top of the Packers this Sunday.
2: Uh, Thank you, prosecution. We will now go to the defense. Jesse Nelson, please present your argument for the Green Bay Packers. Well, thank you very much, Judge Scalzo,
0: bailiff, Josh, gentlemen of the jury. We have no crime here. There is no weapons on hand
5: for the
0: Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There is nothing that we need to worry about for the Green Bay Packers this weekend. They're missing the wide receivers. They have everything we need on the defensive side of the ball. Did you see them last week against an inferior opponent on offense? There is nothing that we need to worry about for the
5: Green Bay Packers down in Tampa. Uh, (laughs) Were there any facts that were presented... (laughs)
4: <laughs> hey, 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 prosecution, you are, you are being close to holding contempt. Please.
2: I'm just, I'm, I'm
5: objecting like to, to the hey, entire hey, premise. From uh, the Order in the
1: court!
2: Order in the court! Prosecution, you will now have a chance to rebut the defense's argument.
5: He didn't make any argument. He just said there's nothing to worry about in a southern accent. Like, he didn't bring any facts to the table whatsoever, Your Honor. How am I supposed to rebut anything uh, d- uh, he said?
2: Prosecution, you are not supposed to be reacting to what you want the jury to believe. You are supposed to be uh, reacting to the arguments that were made. Now, if you don't believe an argument was made, then you do not need to rebut. and we yeah. will turn it over to the defense.
0: The facts were not necessary for me to make my point, Your Honor. It's a very obvious situation this weekend down in Tampa at Raymond James Stadium that the Green Bay Packers are the better team. It's in pick line, and if you look at the line, if you're a home team, you're supposed to get three. That means the Packers have the better team. If you want a fact, there's a number for you, Your Honor. There's nothing that needs to be worried about here. The Green Bay Packers will win the football game. They have the better quarterback, they have the better receiver, they have the better defense, they have the better kicker who can win in a
2: close situation down the stretch. It's really quite mundane. Uh, Thank you very much, defense. Uh, We will now go to closing statements. First, with the prosecution, Gabe Neitzel and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we will hear your closing statements here uh, as the one witness who was here was scared off by uh, the defense's accent. That's interesting to know.
5: Um, Your Honor, gentlemen of the jury, it's very obvious what's happened here today. One of us came prepared while the other decided to do an accent that they thought would be funny enough to persuade the jury. But when you look at the facts and you look at what the Packers have done when they've traveled south to Florida, and they do not have a very good record when they're playing down there, and that's where this game is going to be played, they just don't have enough offensive weapons to overcome what the defense of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers has to offer. It's one of the best defenses out there, and ultimately it's going to uh, prevent the Packers from scoring the necessary amount of points to win this contest.
2: Thank you, prosecution. You may be seated. We will now bring the defense up for their closing statements. Gentlemen of the jury,
0: while the prosecution does make a valid point that the defense on the Tampa Bay side is a very good defense, the Green Bay side brings an equally, if not superior defense down to this football game this weekend down at Raymond James Stadium and while I'm not worried at all that the defense will hold its own the offense is more equipped to win this football game than the Tampa Bay side is it's really a very obvious choice in my mind
2: Please stop referring it to as obvious. You are now in contempt of court defense. Uh, you are not supposed to be uh, 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 swaying the jury in that way. Nothing is obvious. You are merely here to present the facts of your side of the case. Allow the jury to make. Your Honor. I, I do apologize for that. All right. You may now be seated defense. Uh, we will now go into uh, deliberation with our jury, and the jury uh, will come out to reach a verdict. You may be seated, jury, by
1: the way. Thank you. I did not
2: (laughs) think when I told the jury to stay standing for the entirety of the case. You're the judge. I don't want to be held in contempt. The jury was going to take it as seriously as he did.
4: Now you can see how serious I took jury duty this week. Uh, Based on the evidence provided by the prosecution and the defense... I do believe that the defense missed an opportunity to call out a bluff of the 6.5 points per game that the Buccaneers have held opponents to. I don't know why I'm getting close to doing a Southern accent like Jesse Nelson right now. Uh, The Cowboys were without their best quarterback in Dak Prescott, and then in the last week against the Saints, Jameis Winston had a back brace and couldn't find the ball to any wide receiver in that game. There was no offense, and the defense won the game. So... Uh, there were some holes to pick out against that argument, but it was evidence made by the prosecution, as well as pointing out that they will run the ball well with Leonard Fournette if he plays. Now he is questionable, but that was not an argument that is presented. so I, as the jury, since it was not evidence to the land the freaking plane I, jury. I, I'm telling you I take my job serious.
2: Um, the, the jury's th- job is not to give their own argument. It is to merely arrive <laughs> well, at a verdict. Sure, you are now in contempt of court. Okay. It is to deliberate
4: <laughs> what was said by both parties. The only argument that the defense made that actually made somewhat sense and just it didn't make me laugh when he said Raymond James Stadium was when he had said that it was a pick 'em, and that means that he, the Vegas. Line would tell you that the Packers would be favored, but by the evidence provided by the prosecution, we award the prosecution victory against
2: the defense of Jesse Nelson and the Green Bay Packers. I want to thank the jury, I want to thank the prosecution and the defense. Uh, we now hereby lay down the ruling, prepare
0: a mistrial.
2: A mistrial, a travesty of justice
0: has occurred here. I thought this man rode the Super Bowl. Bailiff, get him train. out of here! All right, it's enough him for out of you here, hear
5: He's the professor from Waterboy. It took me the entire second to figure out, but that's who
4: that voice is. Gabe, guy was. Gabe, I think I have a better one. He is the defense attorney in My Cousin Vinny. That they bring in because they think Joe Pesci's not good enough, and he's like stuttering the whole time in his opening statement. It's another good one. Thank God. Thank i you. the
2: only movie that him. he knows of the court. He has referenced my cousin Vinny no less than fifty times since since he, jury 20, duty. Since he knew he had jury duty. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, all right. Ju- thank you, ju- Gabe Knight. J- we appreciate it. We know you got to get to your high school game tonight. Thank Congratulations
4: you. Congratulations on your uh, first win as a lawyer.
5: Oh, thank you, thank you, gentlemen. <sighs>
2: Jesse's... How do you bra- think that went? I don't know. It, it went differently than I expected it to go. Uh, I appreciate... <laughs> I appreciate uh, Gabe Neitzel taking it seriously and providing a cogent argument. I guess when we brought Jesse Nelson in the mix, we should have expected that it was a foolery. You and Jesse are a whole lot alike. I know we say it, but it still always blows my mind. Um, I wanted to pick Jesse just because he made me laugh that
4: entire time, but he did not provide evidence to the jury to help him win his case.
2: uh, Ben Brust, I now want to see your notes to see what kind of note-taking you had here during the trial. Uh, It says defensive box 84. Five rush, six and a half points per game. Jameis with a back brace, twenty plus. That's when I was like, well, that, that's
4: when I, when I put Jameis with the back brace. You I took go, very little notes. Well, I mean,
2: what notes did I have to take
4: when you Mr. Took southern you didn't accent- even
2: take notes of what he was saying? You took notes of what you
4: wanted to say. No, I stopped writing my argument. I was like Jesse, like make arguments. And I started making arguments for him while he was just speaking in a southern accent.
2: If you're a Packer fan out there, you got to go to AmFam.com slash Packers to enter for your chance to win a once-in-a-lifetime Packers fan experience. It is truly a dream weekend with incredible tickets, an exclusive tailgate for you and your friends, and all expenses paid, travel and accommodations for you and five of your best friend. The American Family Dream Weekend. Uh, sweepstakes is all of that and more. Head over to AmFam.com slash Packers for your chance to win this once-in-a-lifetime Packers fan experience experience the best part no part no purchase necessary super easy to enter just go to amfam.com slash packers we'll continue to talk about packers bucks in a much more coherent way next on scalzo and brust uh presented by
6: bud light you're listening to scalzo and brust presented by bud light
2: Loyal
3: scalzo and brust listeners will remember i'm a loyal scalzo and brust listener and i have no idea what you're talking about we know
2: you're not listening to us very rarely listening when (laughs) joshie and i are talking i mean right
4: yeah, you guys, I admitted it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a loyal <laughs> listener, but I have no idea what you're talking about.
6: I only listen when I'm speaking. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Fun Light, he is Benny Brust, I'm Greg Scalzo. You are the Scalzo and Brust family, 800-990-3776. Big thank you to Gabe Neitzel for joining us last segment for our Packers-Buccaneers trial. Um, huge thanks thanks to Gabe uh, for joining us there. Uh, 800-990-3776. It's Friday, it's just past 520, it's time to go pole dancing.
6: They've got questions and we've got answers. Time to give the people what they want. Let's go pole dancing on Scalzo and Brust. Did Ben even pick up on the fact that I only thanked
2: Gabe Neitzel there?
4: I did. I didn't hear Jesse Nelson's name. And I think that's rude because although his performance lacked evidence as the defense, it was quite entertaining.
2: Every week we go up and down the dial, 945 ESPN in Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN in Madison, 1430 ESPN in Beaver Dam, home of the Golden Beavers. Shout out to you, Dodge County. And we go to all of our fellow shows, to the polls that they posted, the questions they themselves couldn't answer. And we say, you know what? We're here to help you. We are going to answer those questions for you. Joshy, what do we have this week?
3: First one I'm going to start us off with here is from Jen Gabe, and Chewy, which you can hear 7 to 9 a.m. on mm-hmm. 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Yep. Do you have to have a headache to be considered hungover? Yes, 28%. No, 72. Uh, no. Zero. Oh, yeah, sorry. We're not playing one or zero.
4: The answer is no. I, I agree with you, Greg. Your body can be aching. Uh, you could just feel like crap and it not be anywhere near your head.
2: Yeah, I agree. Uh, you could get the tummy sick instead of the head sick uh, or sometimes I just get this overall like lethargicness. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not a word. Uh, there's a, a Lethargy? word. Le- Lethargy. Yes. Uh, thank you. Um, the A for effort. General like it almost feels like your entire body sort of like buzzing, but in a bad way. You know what I mean? I don't. I
4: don't
3: think I've had that one. Yeah,
2: that one. That one scares me.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's not a good one to have. <laughs>
4: have you, you
2: had that one, Joshi? Oh yeah, yep. Yep. many times. Yep. It's like you have a certain vibration going through so, your body that you can't So there's there,
4: the worst hangover for me is when I decide to bum some cigarettes,
3: <laughs> and I'm a little shaky the next
2: day. See, those are the
4: best hangovers for me. No, <laughs> a little shaky the next day.
3: Let's stick with uh, Jen Gabe, and Chewy here. Who does Aaron Rodgers trust more to catch the football? Aaron Jones or Alan Lazard?
2: Aaron Jones. It's not even a question. Uh of course he trusts Aaron Jones more. He should trust Aaron Jones more. Aaron Jones is gonna have more separation than Alan Lazard. Uh, he's probably got just as his hands are probably just as good. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers has thrown him the ball a lot more over the years than he's thrown it to, to Alan Lazard.
4: Yeah, one. I mean, look, at the end of the day, Alan Lazard is a reliable wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers, but he's not someone that Aaron Rodgers trusts more than Aaron Jones. I don't even need to make the argument. Greg did. He's caught way more passes in the time that they've both been on the same team.
3: Let's move over to Wilde and Tausch, which you can hear 9 to noon, all across ESPN Wisconsin. How long was this poll, Josh? uh, I took out the literal first paragraph and just asked the question. Thank you. Do you believe David Bakhtiari will ever play another down for the Green Bay Packers? Yes, I still believe 55 no, I'm not afraid, 45. Yes, of
2: course I, mean, I believe it. If, if, if David Bakhtiari does not take another snap with the Green Bay Packers, that's a historically bad roster management situation that the Packers executed heading into this season, not having him on the PUP list. If he's that far away... Um, the idea that you're wasting a roster spot heading into the season for him when you could have at least brought him back after the first six weeks is, is laughable. Um, they obviously made a mistake bringing him back last year and trying to get him out there. Uh, and, and, and maybe they're paying the price for it there. But uh, yes, he's going to play another snap for the Green Bay Packers again. Do I think he will return? Uh, that remains to be seen. But if the bar is set right now as will he play another snap with the Packers, the answer is emphatically yes. And if you're no... I'm not going to go there. Go ahead. Well, at the, end,
4: I almost just said at the end of the day again. And I was yeah, like, I can't do that. A twice. Little verbal tick. Um, Joshy, you can't. Even, I would call uh, it a crutch. Yeah, verbal tick was very very uh, rude. Uh, that that being said, <laughs> furthermore, David Bakhtiari is furthermore is questionable. It's not like he's been ruled like out right away. You know what I mean? He's been questionable. That proves to me that they are doing whatever they can.
3: To continue to try and build him in a way where he plays this year. Let's stick with William and Tausch, and we'll skip the paragraph again and just ask the question. <laughs> how do you want your QB to be? A well-rounded human being, 54%, or a football or football and title obsessed, 46%. A football and title obsessed?
4: Man! That the other side won? I mean this is this is
2: Fans are are getting weak. Fans are weak. People are weak. Remember that guy who called? Oh, that was Jordan from Madison. You guys are going to his wedding, and he was like, yeah, you're too mean to Ben. Homer's weak. (laughs) Look, I'm not going to agree with you on those.
4: I'm saying fans are weak. Fans are supposed to bleed the color of
3: their team. Well, like, you know it, the implication here is that Aaron Rodgers is the well-rounded human I, I, no, being. I totally get the nuance of what William and is trying to do, and the poll essentially...
2: I'll take the quarterback who's going to win the most. That's what
4: I'm saying! Now, <laughs> you're a
2: fan! Uh, yes, now in the case of Aaron Rodgers, he wins a lot because he's just that talented, um, but you're probably looking at, a- at Tom Brady, who was, for the bulk of his career, very one-sided and title-obsessed. Now, he won seven, and Aaron won one, but there's also a lot of other quarterbacks I'm sure you could point to that aren't as talented as either one who are title obsessed and only focus on football that don't win anything because they're not there. So if I ha- if, if, it, if the skill was equal, I want the guy who's solely focused on football and title obsessed uh, as my quarterback.
4: If, if, and this is all hypothetical, if I gave Packer fans a choice and said, you get Tom Brady, who's going to get you seven Super Bowls, but... From the life perspective, he might be on his way to a five hundred million dollar divorce, or you get Aaron Rodgers, who's well rounded, and gets you one.
3: What do what, you take?
4: What is the divorce? Yeah,
3: to do that with came it? out of nowhere.
4: No, the divorce has to do with like well
2: rounded and like you know, n- like because huh. Aaron is a well rounded individual, he's had so much success. I guess he had three engagements crash and burn before he even got to the marriage. You know what?
4: Pat on the back to me. Bad argument.
2: Let's move down to home <laughs> I do and think there's Tony. an interesting one there, though. Of like, if you could go back in time, would you take take Tom Brady over Favre and Rogers since 01?
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: But do you think Packers fans would agree, by and large?
4: They would be foolish not to.
2: Mm, I have a feeling that uh, the combination of Favre and Rogers uh, from 01 to now would win in a poll against Brady. I think you're underestimating
4: the way that fans can justify their logic of only having won one Super Bowl with both quarterbacks.
2: I think you're underestimating how much fans don't want to give Tom Brady credit for winning Super Bowl. It's an
4: underestimating off.
3: Yeah, I think you're underestimating how interesting the argument is.
2: Let's go to Homer and Tony (laughs) from 2-4. is this guy? Who is this confident guy? guy. He's a guy who's underestimating how much we dislike (laughs) hearing his takes. (laughs)
3: <laughs> let's go to 2-4, Homer and Tony, 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Is Aaron Rodgers a selfish person? Yes, 58. No, 42. Ben? um,
2: Craig? You're his number one supporter. I think you should lead us off. No, I'm curious. Just as somebody who uh, others might describe as being a <laughs> selfish person, what would, what would you say? As someone who has selfish
4: tendencies, I see a lot of Aaron Rodgers – uh, in myself.
2: I'll let that be the answer. Uh, is Aaron Rodgers a selfish person? Um, I don't know. I, like, I don't know Aaron Rodgers as a person. I know that's kind of a lame cop yeah, out.
3: you're copping out, pal. Yeah.
2: Uh, I would say no overall. Like, wh- I guess w- what was the impetus of this of calling him selfish? Because you don't put this out unless somebody thinks he's selfish.
3: I, I, I'm not aware of the impetus behind it. I just thought it was an interesting question. Where did this come from again? Homer and Tony.
2: Yeah. um, No, I don't think he's selfish. Like, the guy cares about some of his teammates. Do I think he's the greatest teammate in the world? No. Um, Do I think he's been successful in relationships? No. Do I think it all has to do with being selfish? No. Like, I think Aaron Rodgers at his core is somebody who's been very unhappy despite all of the success that he's had, and he's trying to find ways to improve upon himself and to, to ultimately bring more happiness and fulfillment into his life.
4: Spoken like a true number one supporter.
2: Mean am I wrong about anything I said?
4: Quite
3: the wiggle out you got there. Yeah, you. you,
2: I answered the question straight on. You wiggle. You should be a lawyer. Shut up, Josh. What do you think?
3: I think Aaron Rodgers is incredibly selfish. Why? Because everything he does is about Aaron Rodgers. He loves attention. Everything has to be, on the smartest guy in the room.
2: That's not true. Because you're like the ultimate, like, well, why is he telling us about ayahuasca? We didn't hear about his ayahuasca stuff from back in 2019.
3: That's
4: pretty selfless.
3: He told that us because he, he wanted us all to know. He wanted to seem enlightened. <laughs> four,
2: three years, four years later?
3: Well, no, he actually, if you listen to uh, God Bless Football today, Aaron Rodgers said he recently did it. He didn't give us a date, but he referred to the first time as the old time. So he probably did it this offseason if you were to put the pieces together. On that.
2: Josh, if you had an attentive listening skill in your body, you would know that he did it first in 2019. And we didn't hear anything about it. Great. Josh is I, think very, I, yeah. <laughs> I think I won. I think I won. No, it's
3: Judge just... Judge Scalzo no. Awards... It's, it's arguing Greg with Greg. He just yells at you until you stop the, arguing because you're sick of it. Uh, like, Aaron Rodgers, job, Aaron Rodgers here's behavior here's is Josh nothing but selfish. It's Ma- nothing but selfish. Everything he do is to get more eyes and ears on Aaron Rodgers I, and to argue the to opposite way. for years.
2: He's Ban gone to do him, workshops him. on himself because he's a deeply unhappy person. You think he went to Peru to take psychedelic drugs? Excuse me, plant medicine? Simply so he could tell people about it? I don't believe that? Do I think he enjoys telling people about it now? Absolutely. Did, but I, don't believe... did, did, did I want to go to jury duty and then yes. plan yes. on telling everyone yes. about it when he I got did. out? Yes. No, Absolutely. but I did. But if you did jury duty three or four years ago first and didn't tell anybody about it and treat it with the same level of seriousness, I don't know if I would uh, uh, count that as selfish uh, as much as, uh, as it was there. Um, one thing that we do all know about, and, and I, I feel like Josh is upset that I uh, uh, criticized his listening uh, ability is that something you've been told before, Josh? Is that why it hurt?
3: No, that didn't bother me. Okay, it's just sounded the, the it improper like part it, of your the, argument. Go do through your make
2: sense. It. It, it, but didn't it sound do, like? Do didn't it sound like it offended him? Because I want, I'm going back to the listening thing. This is part of my live read.
4: Uh, I I can't listen. <laughs>
2: Pello Windows and Doors of Wisconsin listens extremely well. It's why they do such great work on your home. Because Pello's wide range of beautiful wood designs can be painted, stained, or unfinished to complement any decor. They listen to what you want. They listen to how you like your home to look. And then with their superior craftsmanship, they go to work, leaving no hassle or mess, just perfect results that stand the test of time. Right now, Pello Windows and Doors of Wisconsin put no money down, make no payments, and be charged zero interest. For how long, Joshy? 24 months? Yeah! Up to 24 months! What a save what a listener. Josh DiMaggio! What, uh, listening is a skill, let me tell you. Not when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, but you have to act now because it expires at the end of the month, September 30th, 2022. See showroom for details. Go to PellaWI.com radio. That's PellaWI.com slash radio. Has Josh DiMaggio supplanted Ben Brust as the Aaron Rodgers hater on Scalzo and Brust? It sure sounds like he has. We will find that out next, plus plus, we've got the GBPP next, and Scalzo and Brust were presented by Bud Light.
6: You're listening to Bud Light Scalzo and Brust.
2: So that was the last full book you read?
4: Oh, 1000%,
6: yes. In high school, you believe?
2: Yes,
4: yeah, so that would have been 20, 20, uh, 2010.
6: When
2: I graduated. So 10 years ago. 10 it's years ago. It's been a decade since you read a full book. I'm starting to realize that people read books.
6: Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Don't wait around for a signal now. Give me some verb I ain't talking now. You wanna ride in the six? You wanna dine in the six? And when I lean for the kiss, you said I'll probably send you some bits. And I'm like, hell no. Nah. Been Scalzo and Brush
4: family. Been talking about it for quite some time. I'm holding in my hand a Cedar Ridge bourbon whiskey that is cast strength, hand-selected by myself and Greg Scalzo. It is going to launch everywhere in Madison and Milwaukee on Monday. Now, in Madison, if you are listening, you can go to Steve's off University Avenue and Junction Road on your drive home right now for the weekend and pick up yourself some scallops bourbon or rye whiskey. They are both absolutely delicious. Come Monday, Milwaukee – And uh, it's also going to be a Bucket Honeys in Madison. I can say that. We will surprise everyone where it will be at in Milwaukee. Very excited for our Cedar Ridge private barrel, the rye whiskey and the bourbon. Madison folks, stop on your way home right now. Junction Road, University Avenue, Steve's Liquor. Pick it up
2: hand selected by us Scalzo and Brust for you, the Scalzo and Brust family of Tommy. Tweet us a picture at Scalzo Cedar and Brust. Ridge is yes. Please pick it up. It is phenomenal. Uh, you are going to enjoy it. It's been a very fun project. Again, this is your Scalzo and Brust family. You should feel as much pride in this as we do. You should be telling your friends, your family, look, we've got our own whiskey. Yeah, you're because part of the family. When you see that logo, just know that you are a part of us. Packers-Bucks on Sunday. Packers a point underdog on the road at Raymond James Stadium. Raymond James Stadium. In Tampa Bay. Uh, We're going to play a little Green
1: Bay props and preview. Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were going to bet? Then we'll go out back. I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. Gather round, degenerates. Greg and Ben are here to tell you how they plan to lose their money this weekend. It's the Green Bay Props and Preview on Scalzo and Brust. We ain't losing.
2: We are not losing. Uh, Ben Brust, myself, Greg Scalzo. uh, We look at the lines provided to us by Joshy DiMaggio. He is the book. And we tell you where to put your money this week in the Packers-Bucks matchup coming up on Sunday at Raymond James Stadium. Josh DiMaggio, what do we got? We've talked about it already,
3: but we talk about it all the time. Green Bay Packers plus one at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What side are you guys on?
4: We already put it in the Scalzo and Brust dual betting site. Packers, baby. Packers, 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 Packers. They're catching the Buccaneers at the right time. Tom Brady has no rhythm with this offense. He doesn't know what weapons he's gonna that's going to be out there. We know Chris Godwin's out. We know Mike Evans is out. So if he's relying on an old Julio Jones and Scotty Miller, even though saying Scotty Miller's name bring, brings back some bad flashbacks to the 2020 NFC Championship game, I still feel good about the ascending Green Bay Packers.
2: As do I. We don't need to belabor this too much because we've talked about it uh, quite a bit. But right now, Tom Brady looking frustrated under Todd Bowles' offense. The offensive line with the, uh, uh, some injuries in the offseason uh, looking porous. Tom Brady did not do well, does not do well uh, when he is under pressure. And they have not had enough time to figure it out week to week. The Packers should be able to get to the quarterback. Plus, Brady doesn't have his normal set of weapons. I know the Buc- the Bucks defense is good but I think the Packers get the best of them this weekend.
3: Am I safe to assume that both of you like the under on 42 points in this game?
2: I do, but I still think it's important enough to talk about because I do like the under at 42. I don't think either offense is mature yet. I think that both of them are still not even to their teens uh, in the maturation process. Like I Dog years? No, I'm saying like, like elementary school right now are where these offenses are. Um, you can see that Right now, both teams are sharing fr- are having frustrations from the highly successful quarterbacks. Again, this is the only NFL matchup in history to have three, uh, two three-time MVPs go up against each other in Brady versus Rodgers. Both guys frustrated right now. Both coaches trying to figure it out. I don't think this is the game where just boom clicks for both of them i think that it's going to be a little ugly offensively for both teams and both defenses i, I believe we're going to end up as top 10 units in the league
4: yeah look this is this is a spot where like I, i'm a big underbetter, but you said enough there despite the offenses both struggling aaron Rodgers being a four-time mvp tom brady i think is a three-time mvp the 42 points is too low for both of those quarterbacks because just like by the nature of their abilities, I don't like the number. You're going over. I- I'm not bet. I'm just saying if I had to bet, I would bet the under, but I'm not going to bet it.
3: All right, let's move on to some player props. Mm-hmm. Let's start with those two MVPs. Ooh. Aaron Rodgers over or under 233 and a half passing yards.
4: I'm. I should start betting the Aaron Rodgers under every game until he hits it.
3: He might have actually He has escaped. gone he's gone under all the past two weeks. Yeah, I knew
4: I knew it was close last week, yeah, but like he... I I I actually just like Greg said, they're in their maturation stage and with the weapons that are out, we know Sammy Watkins is a guy that had what? 40 yards on one catch. He's been the big play guy at the wide receiver position. We haven't seen who else can do that for this team. That means he's going to really have to earn those 234 yards to get over. I would say under.
2: I'm going to take the over on this. I do think and I hope that the Packers get a little bit more aggressive because they know that they are going up against a team that is talented in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You can't just dominate them the way that they dominated the Chicago Bears. Aaron Rodgers does not own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the way that he owns uh, the Monsters of the Midway in the Chicago Bears. Uh, I I think that... We're going to see a couple of big play attempts as we saw uh, early in that first game against the Vikings. I'm not saying they're going to start out with a 75-yard bomb to Christian Watson, although I wouldn't mind seeing it, but I think that they get it in the air a little bit more, uh, and I also think that those running backs continue to evolve in the passing game.
3: Let's move to the ground attack. Leonard Fournette over under 72.5 rushing yards.
2: I'm going to go ahead and say over. I'll jump in here because I do think the Bucks are going to want to control uh, their offense using the ground game, especially given the fact um, that uh, that Brady doesn't have his full set of weapons. Um, I wouldn't bet this, however. I would look for a uh, total yards line for Leonard Fournette uh, in which I would feel much more comfortable because I actually think he's going to be used in the passing game for the Buccaneers too. Something that not a lot of people give Lenny Fournette credit for. Um,
4: I'm over here. On seventy-two point five, mostly because Ooh. David Montgomery sucked the last two years. Like he had a thousand-yard season, and he has not been able to get going. And seeing him, and I know the Packers were up, but like what he was able to do, like late in that game against the Packers to get over a hundred yards, like it gives me. Confidence knowing that Leonard Fournette has played better football than David Montgomery the last two years to say Leonard Fournette can get over seventy two and a half against this defense.
3: Let's move right on over to Aaron Jones over or under fifty six and a half rushing yards.
4: Look, if this isn't over, it's not. I, uh, I take that back. I got a little ahead of myself. The Bucks front seven is good, and the Packers have struggled to run the football against these linebackers when they do these long tosses. The best thing that Aaron Jones did in week two against the Bears was he was one cut north-south. Everything was north-south. Make the first guy miss, go north-south. I'd like to say over just because of the start and the rhythm that Aaron Jones has found in this offense. But I wouldn't be shocked if it was under and he was more utilized in the pass game.
2: Yeah, I'm going to take the under here as well. It's interesting that after that game, Vegas has still got it about 50-and-a-half. It's scary. You're going to see even distribution between Jones and Dylan as, as, uh, as they continue to do so um, You know, throughout the season. Now, Aaron Jones is the one that makes the whole thing go offensively, even though they split carries. Dylan does his thing, but I I don't feel confident in this. Again, I would look for a total yards over underline as I would for Leonard Fournette, and that would make me feel com- more comfortable uh, knowing that they could get it on the ground or in the air. Does end. this not feel
4: like a game in which, like, because of the physicality and the defense of the Buccaneers that they're going to be like, we got to utilize A.J. Dillon more in the run Maybe, game. but they could also just go to short passes and try to move I the know. ball that way. I, I agree the that kids. they should, but sometimes they fall into this trap of like, all right, it's going to be physical, all right, it's the fourth quarter. We have to give it to A.J. Uh, Dillon because he's got the body to endure the physicality.
2: I don't know. That might, I mean, uh, Josh, you could weigh in on that, but I have a feeling this has a lot to do with Ben's uh, paranoia because we have Aaron Jones in our big money fantasy league and our biggest fear is every one of those games where Matt LaFleur falls in love with A.J. Dillon.
3: Yeah, I mean, he told a whole story there that I've never heard the Packers tell themselves.
2: Yeah.
4: I can convince myself of anything, <laughs> Josh.
2: It's a is skill. that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, I don't know. All right. Uh, I'll tell you what is a good thing and that, there is no argument for the other side. It is the best game for you to be playing this football season. It's called Cover 5, free-to-play sports game, season-long Fun. How about that? Who doesn't love fun all season long? You can still sign up for it right now. Who here's, doesn't love fun? Here's what the game is. You can download the app. That's the best way to do it, in my opinion. You could go to Cover5.com as well. Download the app. It's free. Uh, click uh, Join a League and put in WI22 as the code. WI22. You're going to be playing in the ESPN Wisconsin League with us. You pick five games every single week. And the best score against the spread uh, for uh, for each week, it aggregates all five games. Uh, The best score each week will win $100. That aggregates throughout the entirety of the season. So we will have one season-long winner who will win an incredible game day experience up in Green Bay next year, uh, up at the Tundra Trio Homes. Uh, It's awesome. But the biggest thing is it's just so fun to play. The comebacks, every point matters because it's not just how many games do you win against the spread. It's how much you win against the spread and how much you lose against the spread. So if your team covers the spread by 10 points, you get 10. If they lose by, uh, uh, they, they miss the spread by 10 points, you lose 10. So all of a sudden you could be in first place in the third quarter of the last game and you could end up in 62nd in one play. That's the excitement of Cover 5. Check it out. Cover 5 app or go to Cover5.com. Code WI22 to join. Packers, Bucks. we'll keep the conversation going. Plus, here from the quarterback Aaron Rodgers next. It's Scalzo and Brust presented
6: by Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo and Brust. They're
2: lying. Raisins suck. Raisins suck. We know that people like raisins. No, they don't. Because raisins are sold and people buy them. They spend their money on raisins. No, Ugh. it's
3: big grape. They got to get rid of those extra, those extra did, grapes. Did you
2: know that a raisin originated
3: as
4: <laughs> a, a grape? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's part of the wine family. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Friday on scalzo and brust! We've almost made it! We've almost made it! Nobody's had
4: a harder week than Ben Brust. It's been a doozy, man. Thanks, thank
2: you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Scalzo and Brust is always presented by Bud Light. Benny, let's hear your stat hero of the day.
1: Catch up on the best of the best from the top sports. I want to hear that, Sax. I, I do too. Stat we got a show to do on Scalzo and Brust. Win day in and day out with Stat Hero. Download the app or sign up at StatHero.com and use promo code Ben for a hundred percent deposit match.
4: Ooh, the Stat Hero of the day with the saxophone song. You know it's gonna be good. I got it in before first pitch, my guy. Willie! Come on, somebody give me a Willie. Willie. Willie! Willie! Look, Willie passed Robin Yount. We talked about it. I'm riding Willie to the end of the season. He is going to be the reason why the Milwaukee Brewers, in their last 12 games, make or miss the playoffs. No pressure. Willie! Statue of the day. Willie Adamas.
2: Did you just do that so you could yell Willie? (laughs) Willie! (laughs) I feel like you did that just so that you could yell Willie. It's going to be a doozy. Speaking of doozies, this weekend, Packers, Buccaneers, tune in Green Bay Game Day on Sunday uh, across ESPN Wisconsin to get you ready for all things Green Bay football on Sunday. Check it out. And, of course, stick around for Green Bay Game Day post-game show with our guy Mark Tauscher. Gabe Knightsall, Homer, three Scalzo and Brust family members. Of course, we're going to send you out on a Friday and into the weekend with a free beer and pizza Friday.
4: Hacienda Brewing Company has delicious beers. You've heard me talk about it on Ben's Beer Fridge all week. You know the screaming Sicilian. It's so screaming good. You get a case of beer from Hacienda Brewing Company. You get a screaming Sicilian pizza all by calling 800-990-3776. Caller 1 in Madison. Caller one in Milwaukee,
2: 800-990-3776. Coming up next in Milwaukee, Catholic Memorial at New Berlin West and Madison, the Barry Alvarez replay into Madison Memorial at Verona. Have a weekend, Wisconsin!